Welcome to the Fleet Safety Geeks podcast, where we discuss the latest industry trends, best practices, and strategies for keeping your fleet and its drivers safe on the road. Whether you're a fleet manager, safety professional, or a driver yourself, our goal is to provide valuable insights and actionable tips to help you prevent accidents, protect lives, and promote a culture of safety within your organization. From vehicle maintenance and driver training to regulations and technology, we cover it all. Tune in every week as we explore the challenges and opportunities of fleet safety in today's fast-paced, ever-changing world. All right, welcome back to another episode of Fleet Safety Geeks. I'm here with my partner in crime, Phil Mosier. Phil, how are you? Good. How you doing, my friend? Doing good. I uh, feel like we haven't been out here for a while. We've both been so busy. It's been a little bit. Yeah, well, we have we both have new backgrounds here. I got Dwight standing over my shoulder here. I love Dwight. So everybody say hi to Dwight. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm a big Dwight Schrute fan. Yeah, he's my hero. I bought mustard yellow shirts, you know, just to be like Dwight. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you not familiar with The Office, it's hilarious. Okay, <laughs> uh, it was one of my favorite shows, uh, and Dwight was really? hilarious. Yeah, yeah, no, great character. That's great. Um, yeah, I love all your toys in the background. I'm trying to get my toys in the background, but I don't have a shelf right behind me. I got to work on that. <laughs> hey, so uh, we've got past Halloween. We got past all the little uh, ghouls and goblins running across the street. I think we did that safely, hopefully. We should probably yeah. talk about um, uh, the, the transitional seasonal change here for uh, fall driving. Yeah, I like to think that our episodes are, you know, uh, topical, but also seasonal. So that's uh, so the topic we're going to cover today is seasonal. So um, we're talking about fall driving and the, the, the hazards associated with that and just give some tips on how to avoid uh, the, the, the problems that occur on the roads uh, you know, that, that are associated uh, with this time of year. So. That sounds great. I think it is timely. Yeah. Uh, we're getting there. I know we've already had two inches of snow in Cleveland. Michigan's had a bunch. Wow. I don't know if you had any. You are in Cleveland, Bob. You got to expect these things. <laughs> yeah, it could be worse. But yeah, we woke up uh, after think after a Halloween night and um, snow on the ground. I was like, this this is just not. Wow. Good. This isn't right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they haven't even picked up my leaves off the uh, tree line yet. And it was covered in snow. So yeah, it's a little early. But with that comes yeah. uh, slippery roads. So, you know, this is this is uh, really something that we need to uh, address and make sure our listeners are are prepared for for that change. Right. So, you know, always, 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 you know, watch the weather, uh, you know, if driving is a part of what you do or if you have to drive into work or you can drive as part of your work uh, you know, performance, then you need to make sure that you're really paying attention to the weather forecasts and uh, um, and plan accordingly. Now, are you getting up earlier so that you have more time to get there? Um, is are you know, and, and you know what, Bob, I always say that I, I call it uh, seasonal driving amnesia. So uh, people have SDA. So people forget that when it snows, they're supposed to slow down, leave more time, leave more distance and not break as hard. You know, I mean, it's like, oh, yeah, the roads are slippery. Oh, yeah, I need to adjust to that. People forget from one, you know, uh, winter season to the next that, oh yeah, uh, I have to drive differently, uh, when the roads get slippery. So <laughs> don't get SDA, you know, uh, seasonal driving amnesia is absolutely like a fact. When, when I worked in the police department, I'm not kidding you. I always hated working with the first snowstorm because there were going to crashes everywhere. Yeah. 
people forget how to drive in the snow. So uh, if you drive, live in those areas and uh, they're calling for bad weather, adjust your driving accordingly. I mean, listen, uh, you know, three second following distance on dry, you should bump that six to eight to nine, you know, whatever it is, depending on the conditions. And guess what? Also, if it gets so slippery that you're having trouble walking on the road, why are you trying to drive on it? Yeah. If it's that slippery, park the vehicle. It's why well, I got to get out and do my job. Well, you're not going to do your job because you're going to crash or there are going to be other people who are crashing that are, are going to be blocking your way. I actually had a guy, I was doing a training class once. He said, well, I grew up driving on a lot of ice, so I really know how to drive on ice. I said, well, that's, that's great. You're a skilled driver, but what's stopping the other driver from running into you? Mm -hmm. And there's the issue, right? So if it's slippery, uh, that slippery, stay home or park the car. You know, it's just not worth it. And then I, the other day uh, I was driving into my office and I take this back route because I try to avoid traffic, but then I ran into fog mm, uh, yeah. so that, you know, you have some of that this time of year as well. And for those, uh, for people who, who driving in areas where maybe you're not getting the cold weather, you can run into things like that. So again, slow down, adjust. If it's so thick that you can't see the front of your car, you know, like the, 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 the hood, uh, you probably shouldn't be driving again. And don't pull off to the side of the road. You're a hood ornament uh, of a truck coming down the road. So, uh, you know, find a safe place to park, let it clear out, and then get going again. All good advice. Um, one thing I would add is, um, you know, I just mentioned we had two inches of snow in Cleveland already. We had frost the night before. Um, when I went out to my car the next day with snow covered, I realized I didn't have my uh, window scraper in the car yet. Right, so I had right. to jump through the garage, I had to try and find it, and then I had to go clear it off. Make sure you clear all the snow off, all the glass, and if there's ice or frost underneath it, clear that off before you drive. Eggs. Oh, Bob, that is, that, you want to talk again, one of my pet peeve ones, right? I love the people I see driving down the road with like this, <laughs> a little <square>. right, <laughs> through the windshield. Now, when I would stop people for certain violations, I knew before I even put the lights on, I knew whether I was going to give them the a ticket or I was going to give them the lecture. Mm. But with people who didn't scrape the windows, they got both. Oh, you know, they got the ticket and the lecture. <laughs> it's like, come on. Again, make sure that all glass areas are clean. And if there is snow on the roof, clear it off. Because guess what? It's going to be blowing back on the person behind you. It's going to be blowing over your glass, the back glass and everything. It's going to block your view there. Again, you're not going to be able to, you know, watch people coming up behind you as effectively. So clear off the car and, and get a good brush, get a good scraper, um, make sure that you have all areas clean. And what I suggest, Bob, is, you know, I don't like excessive idling, right? I, I just don't like that. So, but what, so my wife, uh, we don't have a garage. We're in the place we moved. There are no garages here. So uh, this morning, her car was a popsicle. So I went out, turned it on, scraped the car. By the time I was done scraping all, you know, front back sides, cars defrosting. I just stood at the door and watched it for a couple of minutes because I don't want somebody coming along and just hop in the car and steal it. Stood there with my coffee and it, it idled for, I don't know, five, 10 minutes. And that, and people say, well, that's too much. Well, I also want to make sure that the glass is clear too. Mm -hmm. So there's got to be a balancing act as far as how long you, uh, you actually uh, idle your vehicle. I'm, I, I think it's more important to make sure that you have a clear view. The, the way I always say it is don't let your, your view be frosted over. Um, so, yeah, make sure you clear off the car. Yeah. It's just, that's common sense. But 
Yeah, sometimes that's not very common when people are driving. Yeah, early in the season, people get lazy. You know, they're used to just yep. jumping in the yep. car and going. Don't be lazy. And, you know, that, that could happen. Yep. And get up earlier. Exactly. Yeah. You know, get up earlier so you can do this stuff, yeah. right? So uh, you need to you need to make sure that you, you take care of that. Yeah. Yeah. Make it part of your morning routine. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Good. What else we got on our uh, safety list here? So you know, is this Saturday uh, where we live? Uh, guess what happens? Time change. You know, spring forward, fall back. So we're going we're going to drop back an hour. So that means that coming home from at night and driving, you know, uh, during our work days. Uh, we're going to be driving in the dark more. So that, that can cause fatigue. Again, make sure you've had plenty of rest. And here's the thing with fatigue, Bob. People always try, well, I only have like 10 more miles to go, so I'll push through. You know, they're shaking their head and they're slapping themselves and things like that. No, no. I mean, it's seriously end of the day and it's getting dark. You're going to start feeling tired. You might say, well, I'll just, I just only have like 10, 15 more miles to go. I'm just going to get home. That's when crashes happen. Because you know what, when, when, with fatigue is that what's tricky about it is when you're getting closer to home, that is when you are the most fatigued. If it's getting dark sooner, it's going to make it even worse. And then you're on familiar roads where you're feeling more comfortable, actually increase your speed a little bit. And when you get closer to home, people have a tendency of maybe increase, bump it up the speed a little bit because they just want to get home. What a bad number of common a combination of things that are going on there which caused some horrific crashes so stop stop you know stop and get that cup of coffee stop and get yourself refreshed don't ever try to push through be aware of it always make sure you've had enough rest and um again uh i'm just concerned with you know so it'll be a little bit lighter and uh, so if it is lighter in the morning then then you might have some sun glare that you're not used to dealing with. Mm -hmm. So, you know, make sure your windows are clean inside and out. And that's for nighttime driving and driving in the sun, inside and out on the windshield. Um, make sure, you know, all your lights are working properly. Um, make sure you have sunglasses. It, it cracks me up when I see people coming around a bend where the sun is there every morning, right? But then you see them reaching for their visors and reaching for their sunglasses. Like, did you forget that the sun comes up there? You know, I mean, have that stuff on prior uh, so that you're not having to try and do all that while you're driving. So, you know, sun glare in the morning, dark at night. And that all has to do with the, the, the clock changes, right? So we need to be aware of that. You know, I drive due east um, when, I, when I go into the office. And uh, mm -hmm. I leave when it's dark, uh, especially at the time change. Yep. And right as that sun is starting to crest over, like on the highway, I've got my sunglasses on. I'm ready. Right. Exactly. Right. I mean, make it so if it's, you know, if you're saying, well, I, when I start out driving, it's dark, you know, and that's my case, right? Because I have a long commute into my office. So um, I, uh, what I do is I just have my sunglasses sitting right there. Mm -hmm. So it's just real easy to switch them out, you know? Uh, I, I'm not having to reach for them in the glove box or in the sunglass holder or whatever. I, I have them at, at hand to make it a real easy. Yeah, the last thing you want to do. So is, that's a real good point. Yeah, huh? last thing you want to do is have that sun blind you when you're on the highway, oh gosh, merging right. traffic, people speeding past you, and you're trying to find your sunglasses yeah. and you can't see. And, right. and have you ever heard of the sun glare slowdowns? Mm -hmm. It's it's a, it's it's a natural thing, right? So so people people you know run into the sun so it slows traffic down so now you're reaching for your glasses when the traffic is stopping in front of you right. not good yeah. right yeah a lot of too many technical term for that bob bad right i mean that's not good right that's bad yeah 
Yep. So, uh, how about animals? Want to talk about animals? I think we should. This is that time of year. Yeah, this is the worst time of year for it. So, uh, here, I live in Pennsylvania. You live in Ohio, Virginia. I mean, there are certain states, Michigan. There are certain states that where it's deer hitting season, right? Uh, because it's rut season, so it's the deer's uh, mating season, and they're really on the move. Uh, I've um, coming home from work the other day. There were three deer in front of me on the road. So I just so you want you, you know, they put up the deer signs where there have been crashes. You know, so if the deer would cooperate and cross at the deer signs, that would be great. But they don't cooperate. Um, high beams as much as legally possible, right? Watch for the little reflective eyes. If you see one, expect more. They're herd animals. Uh, and then um, please, 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 uh, if a dog, cat, or deer uh, is in front of you, don't swerve. Mm -hmm. I'm an animal lover, but don't swerve. Um, so Bob, just uh, this last week, we had a crash, a horrific crash, uh, about five miles from where I live, where uh, somebody tried to, somebody swerved to miss a, a deer went into another, it's two pickup trucks. They both, they both crashed and the two drivers died. Yeah. Swerving for a deer. So I would ask you, please, uh, don't, uh, don't swerve, hit the animal. Um, it's, it's, I've seen many, many bad crashes over the years where people have swerved to miss an animal and, uh, they, they got into a much worse crash, hitting a tree, running off the road, flipping over, running into other vehicles. That's what happened in this case. Two vehicles collided. And two people died. Yeah. Um, um, and then the other thing is too, um, especially at night and things like that. So the deer are most often in, in, on the move in the morning uh, at, at dawn and at night at dusk. So that's when they're moving a lot. But they could be out there all times of you know, day or night. Right. Uh, and then also hunting season, so which moves deer around. So you have that happening as well. But, um, you know, people come around curves and they hit animals. Well, it was around the curve. I couldn't see it. Yeah. Well, guess guess what? You need to slow down prior. So I, I did I did a I did a training uh, a number of years ago for NASA. Okay. Oh, wow. And it was out in the desert. Yeah. It was out in the desert. And, and you know what they had a problem with hitting Bob? Uh, wild wild mule um, wild donkeys. They, so <laughs> I swear to goodness. So and and I saw them. I saw there were herds of them. Right. Any tree there was, there was like a herd of donkeys in the because it's out in the desert. So it was a NASA communications uh, center where it had a huge satellite center. It was very cool to see. But uh, they, so I, I went in there. I said, so am I here to teach you guys ass avoidance techniques? And they thought that was very funny. But <laughs> did they, uh, put, well, it was true. Did they put their pen? So did one they, of them, did they put their pen huh? in their pocket protector and look at you? No, like... no that was the day before I did. I, I actually did a presentation at uh, uh, the, uh, oh my goodness. Um, the, the the rocket the lab oh the, my gosh like the propulsion lab or whatever yeah yeah and and those were the pocket protector guys right but the, these were like the guys in the sweatshirts and the jeans and and all that you know it was like they were out there uh, out in the desert literally but they'd come over a crest and there would be a herd and we'd hit them so the biggest thing I could the best thing I could tell them is slow down right prior to the you know, curve or prior to the hill. I say the same thing to to people with deer, right? Or any animal, you know, if you can't see around the curve, prepare yourself, you know, slow down, get ready in case there is something, 
just always maybe you can avoid it, it or at least lessen the severity of it. Yeah, just assume yeah. it will be there. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so what about leaves? So, you know, leaves are pretty much off the trees where I'm at now. But uh, again, there's there could still be leaves on the on the ground again. Uh, if there's a tree overhanging, um, especially around the curves, again, those leaves can be just as slick as ice, you know. Uh, so, again, prepare accordingly. Uh, you don't want to hit that and then slide over into the other lane because you have no traction. So, again, uh, if you're driving an area that's wooded and there are a lot of leaves. I have a friend who, uh, um, he lives in North Dakota, and he came to visit here in Pennsylvania, and he once said to me, what we were driving and there were woods a lot of woods and it was winter time but he said he said why are your roads cut right through the woods i said because there are a lot of woods <laughs> where we're we going to cut all the trees down but he was used to you know having the open plains right uh, but it was you know it was a kind of interesting to me that he wasn't used to that well we have to be you know so you got you do have deer you do have leaves and drive accordingly, right? Slow down. Again, uh, just just be prepared for um, what might be around the corner. Yeah, if you're in an area that has lots of trees and the leaves fall and it gets cold, typically they they yeah. there's that last push at the end of the leaf falling season. I think that's just called fall. But um, I guess would be why they call it fall. Yeah. Wow. But there's, there's usually <laughs> a lot of wind and a lot of rain. And then all of a sudden, the next day, there's no leaves on the tree, but they're all over the ground. And that's exactly what happened right. in the Cleveland area. We had tons of rain, tons of high winds, leaves everywhere. And yeah, we had a frost warning the next morning and then snow on top of it. And all of that combination can make for very, very slick roads. Even though yeah. the snow didn't stick to the roads, it was still freezing and there was still wet right. leaves on it. So yeah. You got to be careful of that. That's some slippery conditions. Uh, I'm trying to think what else we need to talk about here, Bob. So we talked about the roads and talked about the leaves. Um, so, you know, going into the holidays, of course, you know, when we want to talk about that and uh, you know, all the parties and things like that are going into it, we'll, we'll address um, the holiday season when we get there. But, you know, we have, there are some holidays that are going on now. We just came through uh, Halloween and, I know there's a lot of partying around that, but, um, but uh, yeah, even going into uh, Thanksgiving, um, there are going to be some some get-togethers and such, so uh, be careful with that. As with most get-togethers, there's usually some alcohol involved, and um, right. if you're going to have a few drinks at dinner um, with uh, family or friends, certainly make sure that you make plans to uh, make sure you get home safe. Um, and you mentioned the holidays as we get closer to Thanksgiving, um, little known fact, but Thanksgiving Eve is the biggest drinking day of the year. Did you know that? I did not know that. I, it's kind of crazy. I would have thought New Year's. I didn't know it. I, I heard it um, wow. from some other people and, and I looked it up and I guess it's true. You know, you have 4th of July, you have New Year's, you think those would be the biggest, uh, uh, drinking right. days, but. Right. With Thanksgiving, pretty much everybody's off. Everything's closed the next day. So, you know, everybody's getting together. You haven't seen friends and family for a while. Um, you're not going to make a big dinner because you're having one the next day. 
So you're probably going to go out to eat. You're probably going to drink. Um, you can drink as much as you want because you don't have to worry about being hungover for work the next day. Um, and then it just turns into kind of a, 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 a dangerous situation with all of these people drinking and then trying to get home to their hotel or, you know, family's homes, wherever they're staying out of areas they're not familiar with. I think of family get togethers. I get it. Bob. I mean, I would never have guessed that. Uh, I would have said New Year's Eve, right? right. Uh, which is, everybody knows. But uh, man, Thanksgiving Eve, no kidding. Um, and, and come to think of it, I mean, I know I did arrest people on Thanksgiving Eve, you know, for impaired driving uh, over the years, but I would never have guessed that that's like the, the, the top one. Um, so, okay, so let's address that. If you're going to drink, don't drive. If you're going to drive, don't drink. Now, in many areas, there are other things that are now legal. Oh, yeah. Right? We're going to be what's going to be being shared at, at maybe a get together that you have. I mean, maybe grandma likes to spark up. Uh, I don't know. You know? Careful of her brownies. <laughs> 60 throwback, 60 throwback. You know, so. <laughs> See grandma over there with a bomb. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> But it's 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 not even the 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 smoking and vaping that concerns me with uh, marijuana use. It's, it's the edibles, mm -hmm. right? So we're going to have some treats there that are going to be laced or whatever. You have to be very careful with this. Um, and I've said it on here before. I'm a, uh, my concern is that uh, marijuana use will exceed uh, or marijuana impairment will exceed alcohol in our roads as far as impairment. And I believe that is going to happen. I mean, if we continue on the trend of, you know, legalization, which I think every state's going to have it legalized, because if one state has it, the other state doesn't want to lose that tax revenue. Oh, for sure. So Pennsylvania is surrounded by legalized states. How long do you think Pennsylvania is going to wait until they, you know, start collecting that money? Right. So uh, call me cynical, but that's just the truth. Um, so uh, again, if you anything, anything, anything that impairs your ability to drive, do not get behind the wheel and make sure you've made the arrangement prior to impairment because once you're impaired, you think you're okay. Mm -hmm. You think you're all right, but that's the impairment talking. You're not all right. You may in your mind, your impaired mind, you may think you're okay to drive, you're not. So make sure you've made the arrangement prior to impairment. I've said this, I'll say it over and over and over again. That's where good people get into bad trouble because they don't take that precaution. So please make sure that you've, uh, that, that you, uh, if you're going to be taking anything that impairs your ability, um, make sure that you have, have arrangements that you are not getting behind the wheel. Yeah. And we have no excuse these days, right? We have Ubers, there we have Lyfts, really we have, we've always had taxis. If you're going to go out, right. take an Uber out when you're sober. Right. Because then when you're out and, and you've had a few drinks or whatever, you yep. don't have a car. You have to take an Uber back. You're not going to think Correct. That you're, you're invincible. Um, or, you know, make plans to, to have a house party. You know, stay home with your friends and right. family. Stay over. Stay there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Stay put. Yeah. Right. Don't do not do something stupid that's going to um, um, injure yourself or, or worse uh, or somebody else. So, yeah, for sure. Right. Yep. I, I, it's just, uh, it seems like common sense, right? But, uh, yet still we have thousands and thousands of people dying every uh, year on the roads, uh, because of impairment and it's 
every one of those preventable. Yeah. Um, it is just a scourge and it needs to stop. Yeah. Uh, so let's uh, let's use some common sense here. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. All right, so we're we're at a seasonal change. We're we're talking about safe driving. The holidays are coming. Let's let's get through our holiday season um, safe, sound. Uh, keep all of our fleet drivers and 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 every driver, you know, safe on the road. Um, hopefully, this right. message gets out there and everybody can um, uh, enjoy their holidays with with no uh, serious injuries or or, or fatalities. Yeah, and if you yeah if you manage a fleet or if you have you know share with your family, share with your coworker, share with you know people who drive for your organization, please share this information. Um, it's so important that we keep the word moving. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, we are at the uh, twenty-five minute mark. I think we did a a, a, a great episode uh, uh, speaking about everything, and we did it within time. We didn't stray too far off. I love it. Yeah. Uh, just uh, last thing is, uh, if, uh, Grand, if Grandy's sparking up, don't let her drive. Yeah, watch out for that bong. Hide that bong. <laughs> and watch out for the brownies. <laughs> That's right. Well, Granny makes special brownies. <laughs> we love Granny's brownies. I'm just getting over sickness, and you're going to make me cough. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> All right, Phil. Um, right, buddy. Let's uh, let's have uh, some more before the uh, holidays actually get here. Uh, get some more episodes out. Absolutely. Right. How's that sound to you? Sounds, sounds like a plan. All right, right on. Keep the word moving, bud. Let's keep the word moving. Right on. Sounds great. Get, yeah. uh, until next week, have a great week. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk soon. Okay, bud. Right. I'll see you. All right, take care. Take care.